This episode of Pass the Popcorn Podcast contains many spoilers from movies currently in theaters at the time of this recording. If you don't want to hear any details, spoilers, or story elements from the movies reviewed in this episode, stop listening now. For everyone still listening, enjoy this episode. You're listening to Pass the Popcorn, the movie review podcast. That's right, yet another movie review podcast on the internet. But here's what this podcast has that no one else does. Your hosts, Chris and Tim. Hello, and welcome to this very special episode of Pass the Popcorn. Pass the popcorn. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and we are passing it not just, just to each other, Tim, this time around. No, this is a, this is a circle pass. Whoa. <laughs> I did not sign on for this. I was, I was actually going to say all day long, I thought of this line. It's so stupid. Podcasters, assemble. Is that stupid? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, but I like it. Okay. <laughs> we, well, all right. Let's, we have on... Dave. Yes, Dave. The one who's never on is on. I'm never on He's any on. show. I'm not on even on the shows that I'm on and I'm on this show. <laughs> this is my pass the popcorn. Uh, you're going to pop my pass the popcorn cherry. <laughs> so we're going to pop. Yeah. You never forget your first time. Please be gentle. No. Nope. As you penetrate my pass the popcorn hymen. <laughs> Uh, that was Dave. And <laughs> as we bust your Hulk, <laughs> after we're done bu- busting your your um anus area, we're gonna bust Jeff McGee's anus. Um, I'm I'm okay with just uh, going away, uh, leaving unscathed. Uh, just just yeah, so I you know, I don't know I, where anuses came into play. Yeah, I was just I talking about uh, the Hulk. <laughs> Uh, we all know Jeff McGee. He's one of our fellow fellow friend podcasters. who's really, really, really tiny in real life. It's weird. Yeah, very small. A- apparently, yes. Two. I get so, fit so in, I heard. in my pocket. He's like Ant Man. I get fit in my pocket. We don't have to worry about him busting any hymens. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Jeff, please plug plug whatever you got right now. Plug who you are. <laughs> talk talk, about, talk about your shit. Yeah, you were just talking about you were talking about anuses to plugs. I yeah. Don't, yeah uh, well, uh, okay. So uh, I am the uh, founder, CEO. Assume that makes you thinks it's not like it's a money making enterprise. Oh, uh, founder of Marvin Dog Media, uh, which you can find at www.marvindogmedia.com. Uh, home to Talking Toys with Taylor and Jeff, the pilot episode, and Bantha Banter, a Star Wars chat show. I also appear weekly on Assembly of Geeks, which you can find at assemblyofgeeks.com. And uh, we finally made the official announcement today. I am now the uh, part-time fill-in host for Coffee with Kenobi. I'll be doing that show basically once a month while uh, Corey, the other co-host, um, is going back to school. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> he's, uh, he's going back to school and uh, got some other uh, personal ventures that he's working on. Uh, yeah. And I also blog for them once a month as well. So, uh, yeah, this is just one more chance to hear my voice. And this is the first time Jeff has been on a Neozaz production. We have this is true. I've had three quarters of the Switcast on Banta Banter. I'm still trying to uh, work Dave in. Well, no, I've had three quarters of you guys on Marvin Dog shows. You and Tim have been on Banta Banter, and Tim and Matt have been on Talking Toys. I'm still trying to get Dave on a show. Good luck with that. I mean, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm on this show now, I, and just based on the way you plug, I like the way you plug. 
<laughs> Thank you. I've never I been can, I've never been plugged like that before. He's I, a master I, plugger. Yes, I I I I do it well. Ooh. And I do it often. He does. He does. Uh, so we're talking about. And just about, to be clear, yeah. I am sick. I am over six feet tall in real life. If anybody is wondering, <laughs> he is. Uh, he is that's tall. what he says. <laughs> Look at the pictures. Pictures don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> it's, anyway, it's, it's so it's so to, funny though how we all thought you were just so fucking tiny. I heard it five times at celebration from five different people. You're a lot taller than I thought you were going to be. <laughs> that's great. It's like Roadhouse. Apparently, yeah, I did. I felt like the Dalton of, of geeks. <laughs> Go ahead, Tim. What are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about one movie and one movie only. Yes. Avengers. Age of Ultron. <laughs> make this as long as possible. <laughs> uh, we figure since this is a super big movie, probably the biggest movie we've done since we started the podcast, and it's kind of a geeky fanboy favorite. So we thought uh, our fanboy favorite subject, maybe not the movie, may not be favorites of everybody, but we figured we'd uh, have one episode just to this one movie and uh and bring in some special guests to talk talk about it what was that? hello um, did i just hear a toilet flush <laughs> i think um, is dave's computer dying i, I, I think it's fine okay carry on all right <clears throat> whatever you hear is this is a lot we're doing it live this is what happens we're going to have a good time and hopefully dave will hear everything we say <laughs> I mean, if you hear the if you hear a toilet flush or some sort of robotic <laughs> voice, it's Dave. It's Dave. Yes, it's Dave. Based on the inkling that I'm getting from what y'all thought about this movie, I may not want to hear <laughs> what you have to say. Well, let's well, let's let's not break the, tradition, Tim. Let's play the trailer first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, brought brought to you by nothing. Boss. Actually, he's the boss. I just pay for everything and design everything. Make everyone look cooler. The Avengers, how can you possibly stop me? Show them what we got. Cut through. Hey, big guy. That's all I'm swing. If you step out that door, you're an adventure. You didn't see that coming? All right. It's time for some fun. I'm going in. Can you keep him occupied? What do you think I've been doing? Hang on! Avengers Age of Ultron. Let's finish this. She's with us. <laughs> In theaters everywhere, May 1st. Get your tickets now at Fandango. Fandango! Boom! Oh, there it is! Oh, there it is! <laughs> well, why don't we? Why don't we go around and everybody just sort of say what they think of the Marvel universe in general? And we will start with uh, our guest to the table, Jeffrey McGee. 
I love what Marvel is doing. Uh, they have yet to, I haven't loved, absolutely loved every movie they've done, but they have yet to really have a major misstep in my opinion. So I, I said this before guardians of the galaxy came out. They have yet to prove to me that they can do anything wrong. So I will buy anything that comes down the pipe uh, until they prove me up, prove me wrong. And they haven't yeah. done so yet. What is your favorite of the Marvel movies to, to date? Winter Soldier. And what is your least favorite? Uh, probably the Incredible Hulk, which most people forget was actually a Marvel oh, movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Closely followed okay. by the first Thor. I just didn't really didn't really dig it because it didn't seem like a whole lot happened. All right. David? Yes? <laughs> Tell us about your... Uh, <laughs> Marvel movie or going experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd love to, Tim. May I say that you have very broad shoulders? <laughs> oh, we are uh, we're impersonating a, a former uh, educator of ours, Lynn. That used to give Chris back massages <laughs> in class every day. That is hot. As a matter of fact, he's here now. <laughs> Chris, I can sense a little tension in your lower lumbar. I'm just, I'm just, just gonna say, say this though, Dave. You have seen him sh- uh, shirtless more than I ever have in my life. <laughs> I will say that. What are you trying to say? He's, he's always next door to your house, putting up bushes and trees. Mm. It's Miller time, David. <laughs> I know you like the beer, <laughs> suds. <laughs> So you want me to comment on like the Marvel phenomenon in film? Yeah, just talk. Uh, just tell us. Tell us what you think of the Marvel film universe, and uh, you're gonna tell us your favorite and your least favorite. <laughs> Jeff, I think summed it up pretty well. They they really have hit their stride. Uh, Age of Ultron, notwithstanding, but they every time it's like you, you get excited, like you did when you were. A kid, I mean, maybe not to the same extent, but it's like when the new Marvel movies are coming out, you're 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 into it, and you're like you're watching the trailer when it first comes out on IMDb or whatever. So they really have found their niche and have sucked all ages of people into this. I mean, when when these trailers come out, my 13 year old son and I are probably equally as excited. So they really have have done something pretty phenomenal from what started with like blade, you know, like yeah. they've come a long way. So, uh, I, I've seen the rollout for the plan that they have for the future. And I was excited at first. And I have to be honest and say that I'm not that excited anymore. After- well, F you Dave, get off our show. No. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't he the one recording it? Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Please don't go take my recording and go home. But I think I think uh, the the main thing is I I sorry I don't want to jump on Chris and Tim's uh Ooh, jump on me. Okay. <laughs> the the thing that has impressed me the most about the the whole Marvel experience is just the the sheer amount of patience that they've shown because they've huh. taken their time and rolled it out. You look at like like what DC like Warner Brothers and DC is doing now. They're trying to really fast track their own universe and so far it's not meeting with the same kind of universal acclaim or any acclaim. <laughs> and I think I think Marvel yeah. is just I, I think they should be commended for just the the patience that they've that they've shown in, in rolling this out and not rushing anything. Yeah, I got to agree with the whole the, the, the DC thing where it seems like they are trying to stuff 
10 years of movie making into one movie, which is this Batman Superman by throwing every freaking character uh, that DC has ever come up with on into this, this Batman Superman movie. Are there Batman be Superman colon Dawn of justice? Yeah, that and the, and the, and <laughs> the suicide squad the suicide squad looks like a, I mean, I, I may want to like commit it by at the end of that movie after seeing that <laughs> photo. Um, yeah, but uh, it, I'll, I'll talk. I'll talk here. I, the 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 Marvel movies. See, I'm a, I, I grew up a big comic fan. Um, I was actually more of a DC fan growing up, and still still am to a certain extent. But I prefer the so far because the DC hasn't really shown us much as of yet. Prefer the Marvel movies, and because it's it's kind of like what what Dave was saying, where where it makes you feel like a kid. Anytime one of these comes out, it's 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 um it, it feels like going to a comic shop for me. It feels like going to the comic shop and getting the latest issue of whatever comic I'm buying at that time. And the great thing about Marvel is it's they're they're made by comic book people. All the producers, for the most part, and executives, and all have a comic comic book backgrounds, and um, they're able to cherry pick the best stories from the last 60 years of these characters, which, and they've have yet to uh, disappoint me. Uh, probably my favorite of the movies was the first Captain America closely followed by Thor, the first Thor. I really like that first Thor. Interesting. And I think my, my least favorite, which is probably the most comic booky of all of them is the Punisher war zone, which is part of this universe, but it's, it's one that's, that's, very quickly forgotten about. So kind of like the, that, the wait, like Punisher the Warzone was a Marvel production. Yeah, it came out. Uh, did it come out after? Um, did it come out after Iron Man? I think it yeah, did. It was, a, it was the same year as Iron Man, so I think it was right after. It. I think it was before that they had. I think it was before they had decided that it was going to be a shared universe. But it was. It came. Yeah, it came out six months after after Iron Man. So it is, I believe it is part of the whole Marvel thing. I may be wrong. I probably am. Ah, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it might have been, and Lionsgate might have had a little something to do with it also. No? Yeah, Lionsgate does have it. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> I'm glad you took the research. time to tell us all that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Christopher. Yes. You're you're saving, about this yeah you're saving the worst for last. Trust me, because you three know your shit about this kind of stuff. As many as you know, I I don't like to read. I don't want. I never was involved <laughs> in comics. I never even cared about any superhero movies except Superman, the original Christopher Reeve one. And I don't the worst movie ever made. I want to say right now, fuck you all. And Tim is is on top of that list. Superman Returns. I love that movie so much. Oh God, Dave! What did I say earlier? <laughs> I I just love I love DC more, but these Marvel films I see them immediately. I go there with my son, and we and we're going tomorrow to see Avengers and an IMAX a second time. You're watching this again? I am. I I want. I'm going to go see it a second time. Yeah, I like have to. I, I heard that you're gonna. That's it's more enjoyable second time around because now you're not like like overwhelmed. Now you can like pick and choose and see what's going on, but. <laughs> The Marvel movies, I think, are really cool, and I think I think this Marvel universe opened up. I could be way off. Open up the um, doors now for the next Star Wars franchise. Absolutely. I think, you know, what I mean, I think it's taking ideas, of course, because Disney bought them both, obviously. 
but this is like opening up doors and it's kind of it's it's so it sucks so much because we're getting older and now we got like 10 more years of these awesome superhero movies and star wars films we gotta like get healthy and get in shape and, <laughs> and, and and you know don't die on don't go dying on me now you know what i mean we, we don't want to miss black panther in 2018 <laughs> yeah don't yeah not, not don't let it be your kids that make you want to want to want to hang on it's got to be these marvel movies yes. <laughs> yeah damn yeah. i have two kids that's right i forgot about them <laughs> dad why why are you eating kale because i gotta watch civil war <laughs> What about my wedding? Shut up. But <laughs> these movies are fantastic and I think if if I had to pick it are the X-Men part of the Marvel universe or no? No, no they are, they are it's 20th Century Fox, right? Okay. So far, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's why okay, let me get nerdy on you for a second. You guys saw Days of Future Past, right? Yeah. Yes. So you remember there was a character in the movie who ran really fast and who had gray hair who mm-hmm. very much resembled Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. But he was not referred to as Quicksilver. Right. So 20th Century Fox and Marvel both own the movie rights to that character. Marvel can make no reference to the fact that he's a mutant or related to Magneto. 20th Century Fox can make no reference to the fact that his basically code name is Quicksilver. Yeah, well, what that is they, awesome. What did they call him in X-Men? Anything? They, they called him his name, whatever his name Actually, I think yeah. they get, And I think they even gave him a different name, didn't they? Because Pietro... Whatever was his name in the comics, and I think they uh, yeah, gave Pietro him Maximoff. And I'm pretty sure they gave him a different name in uh, Days of Future Past. But they did make it like an oblique reference to him being Magneto's son because he said made some comment yeah. about his mom having a fling with somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah my my mom knew a guy who could do that. Yeah, when, yeah. He break, when he breaks him out of the little fish bowl. Yeah, right. Little Evan Peters. Fish. Evan Peters. He's he, they uh, on IMDb. They do call him Quicksilver, but his name is Peter, not Pietro. I met him too, actually, Evan Peters. I was yeah, he was at uh, Wizard. Yeah. Uh, Wizard last year, wasn't he? I'm gonna say my favorite no Marvel films. I have a huge. I mean, Tim, out of the X Men movie, Hugh Jackman. Oh my God, I love him to death. And these Marvel films, Robert Downey Jr. To me, he's Tony Stark to a T. He's Iron Man. So my favorite is probably Iron Man One. Out of yeah. all the films, and, and Captain America yeah, that's, that's- Two is really really. Good too. I have to admit that. But my least, I thought Thor two was really darn weak, and I think Iron Man two was not that great as the first one. So that's probably my least favorite ones. Yeah, that's my least favorite. Iron Man two was awful. Yeah, it was. It didn't hold to the hype because Robert Downey. I mean, he, he's, he's, he's fucking awesome. He is Tony Stark. I love, I love him. I do. Yeah, so what did before, uh, before Winter Soldier came out? I was it was a toss up for me between Iron Man and the first Captain America as my favorite. But then Winter Soldier came out and just blew me away. Winter Soldier is just that fight in the uh, in the elevator. Oh yeah. Oh. Well, that and then the fight at the beginning on the ship. Yeah. Between him and the uh, whatever the MMA guy. Anyway, we're not here to talk about Winter Sorry. Yeah, Mac. <laughs> He does look like Macklemore. As yeah, our, the, <laughs> our, our our friend Steve he pointed that out to me, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> Macklemore. Um, I'm gonna pop some caps. <laughs> now I'm now I'll start it out by saying that I loved this movie. <laughs> I this movie just flat out from beginning to end. I was never bored. I was never like that's dumb. I was never. I was never. 
I was in, I was in it to win it the entire time. The entire time I was hooked from this movie from the first flip of the Marvel page at the beginning to midway through the credits when I got up and said, I'm out. Got to pee. <laughs> How about you, Jeff? I, I really enjoyed it, too. I loved it. Uh, kind of like Tim from the from the beginning. I just was sort of just in, in, in wrapped in my attention. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Uh, <laughs> I could not take my eyes off the screen. Uh, and, uh, you know, as we'll talk about, I know that it's not a perfect film and I could pick out plot holes as I'm watching it. But the fact of the matter is it was entertaining as hell and I loved it and I cannot wait to watch it again. And there's something to be said for just being a fun movie. I'm with you. Like I think I got so hyped up to see this movie. I went in here loving it. I think before you even started, and when it was over, I I loved it. However, when I'm reading what people are not liking about it, I can see it. I can go, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, get it. Yeah, I, I get it too. And we're going to hear a bunch <laughs> of those, <laughs> a bunch, a bunch of those problems right now, Dave. Yeah. Did um <laughs> did you take um your son right to go see Avengers? Yes. Can I ask, did he like it? It's hard to say because he... Because uh, <laughs> I punched him out when he said he liked it. <laughs> yeah. He, I, can't, I don't think he did. Be- wow. even, though, even though when I asked him afterward, afterwards, he was like, yeah. I, I said, did, did you like it? And it was just kind of like a, yeah. When he really likes something, he talks about it, and you know, he'll want to talk about it for days. Um, and I can tell just from, like, I kept looking at him during the movie. I can, you can just tell. Yeah. He said he liked it. But, but you weren't was, even watching the movie. You just set your your chair up in front of your son. <laughs> yeah. Just stared into his eyes the whole time. He tell me what you think. But he did not behave like he does when he likes something. I want to say this, though, and I, it's, 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 I want to say this in, like, a nice, in a nice way because I'm, I'm the blame. Of course, my son loves Star Wars. Why? Because I brainwashed him, and I and he, <laughs> and he and he loves you know I love it. He loves it. Now, my son don't care or love sports because I don't care. I love sports, but your son does because you do. Do you think your negative your neg- negativity of this movie like kind of rubbed off on him? That's why he's not saying he liked it that much or not. I, I understand what you're saying. Okay, and, and right. I think that I think that would be a yes. If I had behaved differently than I did, I made a I made a concerted effort when we were done to not say one thing about it one way or the other. Uh, I mean, I, I guess you could say that 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 I was letting him know because I wasn't talking about it that I wasn't a big fan. But I didn't go out saying that was awful. Da da da. Like he he wasn't like parroting that or hearing that. I just okay. I I kind of I kind of let him have his opinion and didn't really tell him mine. Okay. Well. How do we do this, Tim? Should Dave tell us some? Should he, should <laughs> yeah, tell he, us, tell us, tell us, tell us what you what you didn't tell. Tell us the first thing that comes to your mind when you when we say Avengers: Age of Ultron. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing that comes to my mind is Ultron. Okay. You hate Spader, you son of a bitch. I'm not a fan of Spader. Me neither. Ooh. Me neither. Well, this is what I did. I made a. Pr- I. I. You, you texted me earlier. You said, "Do you want to come on?" You know, fine. I made a. I made. <laughs> I made a pro and a con list. How Go. how big how big is the list? So each uh, each level. How how big's pro? Big or there small? There are five pros. Oh, boy. Okay. How, many, mm-hmm. how many cons? And several 
several pages of comments. <laughs> wow. No, wait, wait, wait. Before before you give, give a con, Jeff, you, you said you had some cons. Can you can you think of a con off the top of your head right now that you would like to talk about? Well, it, there were a couple. Um, I, I did not like the fact that, to use uh, a phrase I stole from Kevin Smith, that the, uh, the Loki pokey stick from the last <laughs> Avengers movie yeah. was still around because I thought that they got rid of it in the last movie. I guess I just missed that, but I it, it seemed like I don't want to say a cop out that they brought it back, but it just seemed lazy that they brought it back and that it was sort of the MacGuffin again this time around to get the ball rolling. Yeah. I was surprised to see that because I hadn't really remembered. I kind of thought it was taken back to Asgard and, (laughs) and it was kind of gone. But uh, on the other side of that, I was, I was happy to see it because at least it had something, the two, two words that are missing from this movie are Tom fucking Hiddleston. That's three words. That's, that's three words, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the fact that his, that his uh, you know, so what, what, what is it, a scepter? What the fuck is that thing? It's a, it's you can a, call it, it's a staff. It's, yeah. The fact that his staff was there, at least it was something that had to do with him. Well, you realize, yeah. you know why he couldn't come back, though, right? Because he's, Thor thinks he's dead. But he's not. <laughs> well, because we, yeah, we Dave, know that, but Thor doesn't know that, and Dave, you, Thor doesn't know that we know that. You and, sound like me all of a sudden. You're like, no, but it's not. <laughs> but he's not. It's Tom Hiddleston. That's exactly. Yeah, it's it's, it's Loki Pokey. We we could have seen Hiddleston show up in the dream sequence. I I, I do agree that Tom Hiddleston true is but, has his his character has ju- I mean almost as much glue as Tony Stark, and his absence in this movie, I will agree. Uh, was noticeable. Oh, yeah. It was sorely missed. And those are huge shoes to fill. And we got the Tin Man with his (laughs) with his with his moving lips. But yeah, with David, there's a rumor that they did film a scene with Loki and it's it was it was taken out. That rumor doesn't do me any good. I didn't see him. Well, you gotta, you gotta wait for the Blu-ray. All right. You gotta gotta wait wait for that. You gotta be kidding me. But see, that's I told Dave that I said. I love the movie, but the lips moving, for some reason, just bothered me off and on. That so, didn't bother me. I know. I, t- I, I told, sometimes I I'm like, that's cool. Sometimes I see a tongue in his, it's, he's smiling. He's metal. Yeah, his kept, mouth and lips curl like Mick Jagger. <laughs> I kept trying to figure out how they were logically doing that because it reminded me of the old GoBots cartoon from the 80s because they had mouths and lips that moved and it always bugged the hell out of me because they were robots. Well, same with Megatron. Megatron had had. That's right. Lips. Megatron had 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 a mouth too. I keep thinking of Optimus Prime, who just had the you know the and Bumblebee. That's true. So yeah, as I was saying, <laughs> like the Transformers <laughs> and the Gobots. Yeah, I, but I was that the uh, what that was not the ad, not the adamantium. What was that metal called? Vibranium. Uh, vibranium. Mm, yeah. Which I thought they only had enough to make Captain America's shield. Yeah, he makes yeah. reference to that, like, oh, we have this greatest thing on Earth, and you made a frisbee with it. Yeah. <laughs> now that's a cool. Don't, don't, don't fucking laugh, <laughs> because that's the major. <laughs> that's the major problem with Ultron. He was awful, like way, way too sarcastic and jokey. The heroes should be jokey, not the villain. I'm villain so- should- Villains should be silent and scary. I'm it so made glad him, they it made, it made him less intense. It made him whiny. He was complaining the whole time. I mean, well, I he told had a, Chris, he I had to, a personality. I, he did not. I he had told, a person. 
I told you checked out. This is when I checked out. Okay, I told Chris this. <laughs> this is when I was done. I love. And it. I remember exactly what it was in reference to. I think Captain America yeah. said something patriotic, and he said a line like, "If I had a mouth, I'd throw up in it." <laughs> Do you remember this? This is like, I mean, it I vaguely was remember that. Way too sarcastic. It was like if Dennis Miller and Rom had a kid. <laughs> Yeah, but but um, he's 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 a program. He's he was programmed a by Tony Stark. He was he he was a program that had a, a little bit of Jarvis mixed in. And Jarvis has a somewhat of a personality and a sense of humor. So if you're going to take Jarvis and and twist it, and you we're going to make a yin and the yang. Jarvis is the light, and uh, and and Ultron is the dark. Ultron would have a dark kind of dry sense of humor, also. Well, maybe I didn't understand that because the I thought the the Genesis story of Ultron was awful. I mean, like I didn't like I like people love Joss Whedon, right? Like to yeah. me, whatever. I don't watch Buffy. I don't, I don't. I don't know about that stuff. And I know he's a respected writer and all that kind of stuff. Did he make Cabin in the Woods? Yes. Nah, he was a producer. Yeah, he producer. Okay. Yeah. He also he also co-wrote Toy Story. Ooh. Yeah, well. He's a third generation screenwriter. Yeah, you like that, Dave? Yeah. Dave. So so Man. he's he's well respected. But yeah. this whole Genesis story of him was totally glossed over. I didn't. I didn't necessarily. I consider myself to be somewhat astute, at least when I'm watching movies. And by the time those two big balls of of of, of electronics were yapping back and forth at each other, I was already confused and wondering what was going on. And why off the bat is he so pissed off? Like we got the James Spader from Pretty in Pink <laughs> yapping at Blame. Paul Bettany. Yeah, like <laughs> this is this is what Dave hears when he sees the uh, the blue ball and the orange ball talking. Ha ba 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 ba. Scene and scene. Dave, let's just be glad we didn't get the James Spader from Less Than Zero because with Robert Downey Jr. in the movie with him, it might have gotten a little uncomfortable for the youngsters in the audience. That's true. <laughs> it would have been a hazy shade of winter. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, there is a scene in Less Than Zero where Robert Downey Jr. goes down on James Spader. It's it's upsetting. It's upsetting. <laughs> it's unsettling. For it's upsetting for Robert Downey Jr., but Spader was two thumbs up. <laughs> he was an, that's, I think that's he not was, a thumb. Exactly. Uh, those aren't pillows. <laughs> I, no, I will. I will agree that the creation of Ultron was a little quick. Um, when and and then and then when he's introduced, it's kind of like what? But I, I when when I saw the first trailer where they introduce the 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 broken Ultron that you first see when he comes into the party mm-hmm. at the end. My my think my thought was they had fought Ultron before. I, I don't know the full I, I never read the full Ultron storyline from the comics, so I don't know a whole lot about his actual comic story. Me neither. But in, by, oh, by if watching, anybody incidentally, if anybody does want to know more about Ultron, uh, Assembly of Geeks just launched a new podcast called Comic Book Noob Today. Uh, we're recording ah. this on on Friday, uh, May uh, what is it, May eighth? So you can check that out at assemblyofgeeks.com. And uh, their first episode is about Ultron and Vision. 
So uh-huh. well, I'll if, listen to that today. So a lot of backstory there. If if you are expected as a moviegoer to come and plunk down your fifteen dollars and know the backstory of some very obscure villain named Ultron before you come into this movie, then I hate this movie even more. No, 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 no. because that is think- irresponsible screenwriting and filmmaking. <laughs> I don't. I don't think you need to know with a comic version of it, but I need to know something. I didn't know shit. The, but when I when I when I went into the movie from the based on that trailer that came out at the on the Super Bowl, I guess where you see him come in like and he's dripping oil and peeing everywhere and he can't. <laughs> I I thought that that would they had already fought Ultron. And he came back just to say, fuck all y'all, I'm still here, suck my... And then they get in the big fight again. And then Ultron 2.0 comes around. Uh, but it, I just thought that was kind of strange. It's like all of a sudden, here he is, and he's like coming in like whack, waxing poetic. And I was just kind of like, I, I, I didn't understand his initial motivation at that moment. I The... the- I think it was. I don't know if it, I don't, I'm not blaming Spader. I mean, I, I guess it was written like this. He may have been given, you know, some leeway to improv, but it was a lot of pop culture kind of. It was a lot of. It was a lot of contemporary language and catchphrases almost, and and just like jargon. Jarvis. It was a Joss Whedon character. Okay, that, is that, that that's that's Joss Whedon's writing? Yeah, it's very jokey, very uh, very clever, uh, very referential. Okay, that's a word. And I, I will say, and I do agree with you, Dave. I think that the the one failure across the board that the Marvel movies have struggled with is their villains. By and large, the villains are always weak and not extremely well drawn. But Loki's so fucking awesome and cool, right? Loki being the exception of that. Loki yeah. and uh, Michael Rooker's character from Guardians of the Galaxy. I yeah, first name. Oh yeah. Um, but but you think about think about Iron Man, the first Iron Man movie. A there wasn't really a villain until like the last ten or fifteen minutes when Jeff Bridges decided to start saying Tony a lot <laughs> and uh, put on the iron suit. Hey Tony, Tony. <laughs> Go back and watch it. That's the way he says it, Tony. Like he has a cold the whole movie. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Incredible Hulk, Hulk, you know, we had Tim Tim Roth turning into a dinosaur version of the Hulk. Anyway, you see my point. Yeah, I I do. And and I I guess I like the Joss Whedon referential sarcastic jokiness when it's coming out of Robert Downey Jr.'s mouth. When he he picks up uh, Hawkeye and... And what does he say? He's like clench up Legolas or something like that, you know, in the first movie. When he, yes. yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. Those little things, who knows if that's weeded and who knows if that's that's uh, Downey. But when, when they're coming out of their mouths, it's good. When it's coming out of the guy I'm supposed to be a, a, intimidated by, I'm done. Like that, that villain has to be convincing and menacing from the start. And I was never into this guy. There's something wrong, I think, with having a totally CGI villain anyway, not to mention the fact that this guy seemed pretty easy to defeat. No! I had to... I love it. No, 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 no. You could defeat his body... But you ha- but never you defeat, defeat his freedom. I'm sorry. <laughs> you could defeat you could defeat a body, but since he was living 
on the internet, basically. His body was literally just a shell. So as soon as you would destroy that body, he would instantaneously move to another thing, which moved to another body. That's pretty cool, I thought, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's called was, that's called Friday the thirteenth, Jason goes to hell. <laughs> well, I mean it was it's kinda like um I, and, and I don't think Dave, you you didn't watch Battlestar Galactic, but that's what happens with the Cylons. You kill a Cylon yes. and it goes and your Cylon brain goes into another Cylon. <laughs> that's sort of what he he built. Duh. And so you had to destroy all of the Ultrons at the basically at the same time in order to defeat him because that was the only way you were going to get rid of him. You had to you had to a pull pull the plug from the from the Wi-Fi out of him and then kill all of the Ultrons. It's just like in, it's, it's just like in your favorite Star Wars movie, The Phantom Menace, when uh, Baby <laughs> Anakin destroyed the uh, Federation ship and all the uh, yeah. battle droids collapsed at the same time. Yeah, this I love a, that. <laughs> that was that was what happened in the first Avengers when Tony Stark. Oh, that's right. The, shot yeah. the nuke up in there, and then all those like w- those like uh, the green, green goblin Ch- looking Chitauri. aliens yeah. just died. Now, I can't believe they- you're using Battlestar Galactica as a <laughs> as a ammunition point here. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing to keep in mind the other, the other the other point in defense of Ultron is keep in mind Tony Stark did program him, so it makes sense that he would have that same sort of snarky sense of humor. Yeah, suck it, Dave. <laughs> Did that bother you a little bit? Like, like Robert Downey, the Iron Man's character, like he created this. Like, a little part of me was like he he was kind of like he kept on pushing and pushing and pushing until it's like, oh fuck, look what I did. I didn't like that part. I didn't like that little like he's like fighting with Captain. America. I, I told Tim this when those two were fighting and arguing. I was sad. That I liked because that happens in the comics. They hate yeah. each other and they fight constantly. Uh, Tony Stark is a is a drunk. And a womanizer, and and Steve Rogers hates his guts, and they fight all the time. I I wish they fought more. See, but we, think, see, th- th- this was all this is all set up for the next movie yeah. where they're basically Enemies. kicking each other's asses, right? And they're I in think, some sort of civil war, right? Yeah, so there's a civil war in the Avengers. I think Robert Downey Jr. is so fucking great as Iron Man over the past couple films that I don't want to see him not turn evil, but be a dick and and fight. Well, and a prick. This is this is the first time we I've really felt like we've seen his megalomania. Yeah, because he is he is but it's part of his character is he is a megalomaniac. He's an egomaniac, and he is convinced that he's smarter than everybody. He's the smartest guy in the room. Right, and well, nine they, times out of ten, he's right. And they did reference that that you know he and and Bruce Banner were doing this behind everyone else's back, and when they were discovered, they they were called on the carpet. Like this is what you didn't like about Shield. And now you're doing it to us. So if that's leading somewhere, I guess. But I, I mean, I also have a problem with that. I think because they have this whole rollout for all these movies. I think one movie has to be a movie in and of itself. So maybe, maybe somebody's going to see this movie. They're never going to see any other movies. It's irresponsible and, and almost immoral to to <laughs> to make somebody watch this movie. So they'll watch the next one and watch the next one. Can't a movie just be a movie? Like, can no. I? No, can no, I, no. Can I just it's, it's watch? almost like they're trying to make money. Not I no know. more. Yeah, not no more. Can't they, can't I just watch this movie by itself? See, this, those, those days are gone nowadays. Like, well, no, now, I, yeah. I think Dave makes a good point though. Is the the film should stand on its own. It, it's you want and, and that's the reason that the Marvel movies have worked so well up to this point. For the most part, is each of them stands on its own, but there is a, there are enough Easter eggs and enough 
threads in each of them that lead to something else that it is an ultimately more satisfying experience to watch them build upon one another. But if you only watch the Iron Man movies or the Captain America movies, you should be able to get a full, complete beginning to end story. I, I totally agree with that because that that is a movie. This was this was a part of another movie because the way this movie ended was a big old bowl of bullshit. <laughs> because oh, wow. I'm left with the Incredible Hulk sitting in the cockpit of a plane flying yeah, he's off flying to the a jet. The, the Hulk does not fly a jet. He's changing. Hulk, he's changing back. Hulk fly. But Hulk they, Pris, I'm left with, I'm left with the heroes scattering and. An advertisement already for the new movie at the end of this movie. Now, Dave, with the new Avengers. Wait, wait. You, I know you of all people are a huge Harry Potter fan. Didn't those movies connect? Those movies stand alone. No. Well, why is one called Part One, Deathly Hollow, Part Two, Deathly Hollow? There's two movies. Like they're all. Like, that's <laughs> well, that, how it that is. is. That is that is uh, what's called a cash grab, and <laughs> like Twilight does it, a uh, Hunger Games do it, uh, and we can thank Harry and we can thank Harry Potter for that too. We're never gonna get a trilogy of movies again because they're always gonna break up the last one into two because somebody proved that they could make money that way. Exactly. That's how it is, Dave. M- move I'm, on. All I'm right. not saying that doesn't happen and that hasn't always happened. The Empire Strikes Back ends with Han Solo, God knows where. Um, I'm not saying that hasn't always happened and that's not cool in its own way. But I have a problem with it happening the way they have this planned out for like, what did you say, the next 10 years? At yeah. least, yeah. Long, long time, yeah, yeah. I, I know that's, I know they're a company and a business and they're trying to make money. But as a consumer, I'm going to grow tired of this. Aren't you excited now to see what happens in the next film? No. Not at all. No, because because the next film is going to be the B team. This is what I I see happening with with these Marvel movies. I think the Avengers are their high tides, the high water marks. Each one of these things, one which started with, with Iron Man, High Tide was Avengers, and then it pulled back, and then we got all the the, the version two stuff, the Thor two, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, just leading up to this High Tide here. Now it's pulling back again, and we and, and we're actually kind of getting a, a palate cleanser with Iron uh, with Ant Man, who, Ant-Man, yeah. from what I understand, isn't going to fit into the universe as much as other movies have this ant-man is actually ant-man is actually the end of the conclusion of phase two it's not the the avengers age of ultron is not the conclusion to phase two it is sort of the the peak before the the denouement if you will uh ant-man is actually going to be the the last part of phase two and then phase three starts after that so we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna get uh the conclusion to the to the Chris Evans, Robert Downey thing, hopefully in this next Captain America movie. And then phase three will, will go crazy with Ragnarok, the new Thor movie, and then more, uh, more cosmic stuff with Thanos. So we're going to, we're going deep space next, next round. The earth stuff is ending. The deep space stuff is starting to go. So they're sort of pulling it back now. So to, to hit that next tide with the next Avengers, I, I always, I look at it, I look at it as waves. The Avengers is the, is the high tide. It's That's like a TV when, season. Think of it as a yeah. TV season. Yeah. Sweet I want to hear right. one. All right, Dave. That was that was one con. Um, give us a, <laughs> <laughs> give us another con about Avengers, Dave. 
I would be glad to. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) What the hell is with the whole mini Hawkeye movie in the middle of this movie? Little House on the Prairie Hawkeye version. Who cares about Hawkeye? He... He should have died. As soon as they introduced the kids and the wife, I'm like, he's dead. Great. In sequels, you have to up the stakes. And killing Hawkeye would have been good. Instead, they could kill Quicksilver, who who doesn't do shit. I mean, who cares about him? The X-Men yeah, Quicksilver. The, yeah, right. I'm like, he's that. that's your big thing. He's dead. He was on screen. How long was that guy on screen? Four Nine minutes? Months. Pretty fast. <laughs> <laughs> The X-Men Quicksilver was a million times better. Yeah. And and you know, like I just like they needed to they needed to kill somebody. There's not gonna be a Hawkeye movie. Would you have been sad if Hawkeye had died? Not yeah, at yes, all. Yes, I would. A little bit. Here's, well, here's have, the thing. I, I see where you're coming from because if they killed Hawkeye off, I mean if they if they after after you meet his family you and you kill Hawkeye off, you know that there is a loss somewhere. Someone out he's not just a government uh, spook that's dead and and swept under a rug. You know that someone somewhere is missing him. That would have had some, that would have put a little bit more emotional weight had they killed him off more so than when they kill off um, Speedy McGee over here. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> so, is that your nickname, Jeff? About, <laughs> one of one of my many nicknames in high school, Speedy McGee. So they. Uh, that, that's that's what my girlfriend calls me. But when we talk about yeah. why, that's funny. And, but I, but I, I'll, I'll agree with you um, that Quicksilver is better in the X Men movie. But they also they also had a had a specific purpose and an entire set piece built around his powers there when he, they go into the, what is it the Pentagon. So do that do that for for the Godzilla Kick Ass okay. guy. Here's okay. Here's here's the thing with that. Uh, Joss Whedon has a reputation for killing off the person that you are most identified with or the person that you have the most affection for. He has a, he has a reputation for building that, that person up and then killing them. Started all the way back on Buffy on that series <clears throat> and continued through uh, Firefly. If you, if you guys saw the movie, saw uh, Serenity, uh, he killed, spoilers, he killed Wash. And uh, in the last movie, he killed Coulson. So everybody assumed when he was setting up Hawkeye's family, we all assumed as an audience, and I know I did, oh, great, this is more of Joss Whedon's nobody can be happy. He always kills off the person who is happy. And when he didn't kill off Hawkeye, it was actually a surprise. It sort of pulled the rug out from under me as an audience member. And it also made the didn't you see that coming joke sort of a meta joke uh, that he was sort of you know screwing around with his audience. Yeah. Just when you this think guy. I'm going to zag, I'm going to zig. So it's, it did sort of serve a dual purpose. And I personally was glad that he survived because, again, knowing Joss Whedon the way I know him, and that, you know, again, that assumes some knowledge that the average theater goer may not have. I assumed Hawkeye was going to die and I didn't want Hawkeye to die. Cause I like Jeremy Renner. I like the character. Uh, you know, the last thing that needs to happen is their dad gets killed after Thor breaks their Legos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad that he put that in there for the Joss Whedonites that <laughs> liked a TV show. That's like 15 years old now and watched, <laughs> watched a TV show and, and movie that were a totally failed franchise. But for me, <laughs> a, movie, 
a movie I'm picking goer, up on your sarcasm, Dave. <laughs> a moviegoer that doesn't care about any of that stuff. <laughs> I was let down I'm by so, so many things. And why the hell were they chopping all that wood? That's uh, what you do. I like that scene. You've got the Avengers at your house. They have a building a campfire. And it was creep, something. Creepy, it was something for for Captain America and Iron Man to do while they had their manly debate. Right. Yeah. Come on. And I and Would I you rather than be sitting sitting in a room just facing one another talking yeah. to one another. I'd rather have the the mini Hawkeye movie be, you know, like Chris's Blu-ray deleted scene. <laughs> and I think because you got creepy Nick Fury hanging out in the shed too. That was what the hell was he doing? He was like waiting. And why out does there. he have an eye patch again? I thought he burned his eye patch in Winter Soldier. <laughs> he, he, he was actually wearing sunglasses on um, on Shield when he made the little cameo, right? Yeah. That whole thing was a total speed bump in this movie, and it was pretty. Uh, but one, of, but that that line <laughs> that that Robert Downey said when he's walking away, say, "Don't touch my pile." I laughed and peed a little bit because that was a cool ass Robert Downey line. It was funny. That I was think funny. it was ad lib. I think he just made that up right then and there. Well, it, that, this movie needed a whole lot more of those because. He is hilarious, and when he does those things, it lights you up. I remember I like the be- one of my pros is the beginning of this movie. It was it was well done. It had it reminded me of the first. It was hyperkinetic action. Everyone was featured. There was jokes. That thing with Robert Downey Jr. with the secret passages. Please look at the secret passages. And <laughs> then he opens it and he goes, "Yay!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was right away. I was like, "This is going to be good," and that did not last long. <laughs> well, and now, my other favorite my other favorite moment of his was when he uh, had the Hulkbuster suit on, and how uh, he went after the sleep, Hulk, sleep, and he starts after he's sorry, yeah, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, uh, sorry, yeah. This needed a whole lot more of that. I think, uh, go, and, and the, going back to the death of Quicksilver, um, I think I think he needed to die because a, I mean, let's face it, he's not the Flash. He's not as cool as the Flash. He's <laughs> he, he's he's a one trick pony, and his his whole reason for being there is to be the the brother to his sister, and for him to die would cause her to go ape shit, which is what she did. And then now she has she has no one to turn to, so she is accepted into this family, which is the Avengers, which leads us into the next uh, the next phase of the Avengers, which she'll more than likely feature prominently in. So they, it, it, it gave her a reason to join up with the Avengers rather than saying, fuck off, I'm going to stay here in nowhere stand. Also, if they follow the comics, she'll end up having an affair with uh, Vision. Bam. They were both highlights. Scarlet Witch and Vision. I thought were good additions. Paul, ben- Paul Bettany finally gets to do something in these yeah. movies cuz he is yeah. super talented. They were both they were both welcome additions. How about when uh, when we first see Vision? That the let's say that 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 one minute from Thor Going his little zip zip lightning and then vision jumping out. That was just amazing. You see him come out and he gets he gets in almost like a Spider Man crouch and then yeah. runs away naked. I, the first thing, <laughs> I, honestly, the first thing I thought was like it's like the Terminator. Yeah, so did I, Tim. So did I. Half man, half machine. Vision, all badass, all naked. But well, here, yeah, this is this is another thing I was thinking. He should have had like he should have been completely like Doctor Manhattan. He should have saw Vision <laughs> and his little dingle dangles. His little going visions. There. Yeah, his. <laughs> it couldn't be PG thirteen if they did that though. <laughs> they could have. They could have pixelated him. 
You gotta have little pixels. Going so you're through. disappointed that you didn't get to see Paul Bettany's junk? Is that what you're telling I us? I would. I'm not saying I wanted to see it. I'm just saying if it was there, you wouldn't have looked away. Exactly. It was on a big screen. <laughs> there would be no way to miss it. And I it thought, would be purple. I, I thought that he looked amazing. Uh, no junk aside. <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, the textures and everything that they put on his skin looked amazing, and uh, and I love that they were able to they they justified his cape because the character should have no cape <laughs> whatsoever. But he's got such a man crush on Thor that he grew one. That was yeah, cool. it's, it's awesome. funny. Yeah, he looks he looks uh, he's Thor sort of comes up to next to him and he looks over. He's like, hmm, and then that you was, see the cape grow. That was cool. <laughs> and he, he, and he's the only one who can carry Thor's hammer. Yeah. Now can can someone explain explain that to me? Why? Why can he carry Thor's hammer? Yeah, because he's just pure. He, he's just a pure. Well, the, uh, I think that the assumption that they came up with in the film is correct. Uh, that he's not human, so he's, he's not. He's not actually alive. He's a, he's an android. So he just happens to be sentient. So he can pick it up, and uh, nobody else can. can. Like they 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 made that joke. Like if you put the hammer in an elevator, what will happen when you press up? It goes up. Can someone explain to me why Captain America budged it? Like he moved it a little bit? Because he is the closest to being worthy of any human being. He's righteous. Exactly. I love and I that was probably my favorite moment in the movie. That, that was great. That scene. was that was cool. Okay. Let me just say Chris Evans as Captain America is some of the best casting uh in the history of motion pictures as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Uh I think that he even when he says the line at the beginning, he says the thing about language. Y- you buy it and it doesn't seem hokey. Somehow he can make these speeches that in, in any other movie or from any other actor would sound so hokey and, and cheesy, but he makes it work. And I love that he gives, they're able to give that character that much gravitas and, and make him mean something. And, that w- and as a result, that was my favorite moment of the movie because it just sort of, ham- ham- no pun intended, hammered home the fact that, yeah, this guy is the real deal. He's legit. That was a great scene. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Chris, what was your least favorite thing in the movie? I, I I told Dave, I think I already mentioned it. Is is um Ultron's mouth? I don't. It sometimes it bothered me, sometimes it didn't. But I I'm, I had a blast watching this movie. I loved, I love everyone in it. Like I think the cast is is like Jeff says, it's just perfect. Everybody, Hensworth. I mean, everybody is that person. Like I'll be. I think um, Chris Hensworth. I have to admit, he's now typecast as Thor for life because everything else he he's in. Is bad. He's not really a good actor, but as him as Thor, oh my god! I, I my my hammer's erect. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just I mean, yeah, he's they're always going to think of him as Thor, no matter what he does. He is but, a good actor. Though. But I, I, Iron Man, Robert Downey, I mean, he can do anything. The, the Judge was fantastic. Yeah. Everything that he's in, he's not typecast. And everyone in the movie though was so good. Even the how I met your mother girl. <laughs> oh Kobe, lord! Kobe what is that a con, Dave? I have, you know what I have? This is exactly what I have written down. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Just the sight of Kobe Smulders is a con. Oh. <laughs> Why? What? Why? Because you hate that show. That show is awful, and she oh, is awful. You're awful. <laughs> he's, he's just upset that he gets Let's Go to the Mall stuck in his head at least once a week. Let's go, go to, to the, the mall. mall. All right. Today. <laughs> Dave, I want to hear another another con. Something different. Something new. Okay, I I got tons. I mean, how long do you want this show to be? <laughs> as long as you as you give us, please. I did not like the setting. 
especially of the end, okay? The first movie ended in New York City. I mean, all the stuff that, that places we've been, you see it there. That it, It's another thing that, like, ups the stakes. Taking it out of New York and setting the climax, climax in who gives a fuck a stan <laughs> was a big mistake. I think, I'd say, like, sequels, you got to up the ante. And taking it out of the United States and a place that everybody knows, it, was that a real, wh- where were they? Was that a real country? That's not, that's not a real country. Yeah, it's made it's it a made-up made up country. That's and bad. Apparently, apparently, it was set up on uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the, the television series. Oh, don't even get me started on that. If I have to watch that god-awful television show to link me into things that are going to happen that I have to pay money for to watch, you got to be kidding me. That's, that is robbery, man. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be charging $1.99 for this podcast. <laughs> I, I'm so glad Dave made time for tonight because this is the best episode yeah. ever of Pants of Popcorn. <laughs> I, I'm loving this. What else was on that stupid show that was in the movie? I'm, because my son asked me that. He's like, you know, I will. I watched the first one of those shows and that was it. As soon as that guy that's supposed to be dead flew off in a flying car at the end of that first show, I'm, <laughs> I'm out. I bounced. I have it on my DVR. I got probably four on my DVR right now. What else was in this movie that was from that show? Uh, I don't think. Uh, I, yeah, sorry, really. Chris, go ahead. Yeah, I don't think, and I don't think there's anything in there that's necessarily required viewing to understand anything. Right. I, I think it just again sort of enhances it if you did see it. Right. Jeff is correct, but why wasn't? Do you think that uh, that that he should have been in this one? The the agent, like, why wasn't he have a cameo in this movie? He, he's alive now. Like, why is not he pop up here at the end or something? To Colson? Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> you just hate Jennifer Grey. That's why you hate him. Jennifer Grey. Is he, Wait, is he is married, he married to, Jennifer to Jennifer Grey? Yeah. Really? The, the is that the girl from Clark the, Gregg? Is married Dick? to Jennifer Grey? Dirty. Nobody nobody puts Colson in a corner. Hold on. Dirty dance dirty dancing girl? Yeah, well right? that's Jennifer Grey, yeah. Yeah, I'm almost really? go on. Go on and talk. I could be totally wrong here, but go on. I'll I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Well, now this is just some guys talking here. Um, <laughs> Elizabeth Olsen. My goodness. Yes. She is a, I, I tell she you. is cute. Yeah, Jennifer Grey. I was right. Yeah, take that. Did he marry her pre or post nose job? I think pre. Good for him. Good. <laughs> he committed to the schnoz. I wonder if he. I wonder if he makes her carry watermelons. I don't know. Uh, Two thousand one. Is when they got married. I, have no I think idea. she. I think she had. She had gotten rid of the nose by then. <laughs> Tim knows her rhinoplasty schedule. <laughs> uh, give me more cons, Dave. Come on. All right. Give well, this a- has got to be. And I know you said that you you listen and watch. You read magazines and listen to other podcasts and stuff like that. I I don't do any of that stuff. These are my opinions. I'm not taking this from somebody else. But I have to think that this is a big beef with a lot of people. The Hulk and Black Widow love affair. Yeah, I did hear that today on one of the podcasts I listened to, and they just don't get it. They they were shocked, like it wasn't. And the first one, um, Renner and her were kind of like hitting it off, but in this one, it was more like like brother and sister. In this one, yeah. and in the first one, I I think it. I think it, it sort of seemed like we need to throw a love affair, or we need we need to have a, a romance angle. And I, I do, I do think that that was not the best choice because if we are to say that the Incredible Hulk, the the, the Tim Roth and uh, Edward Norton one, is part of this universe, the Hulk already has has his bippy. 
um, Liv exactly. Tyler. Be, uh, what's her name? Betty Ross. Betty, Betty Ross. Ross. Which is why uh, Iron Man called the Hulkbuster Veronica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I, yeah, I, I, I noticed that. Mm. Um, so yeah, that, Betty. That's not bad. And and from what I understand, they're bringing Thunderbolt back in Civil War. Is it? Uh, oh really? The, That'd be cool. Yeah, from what I understand, I um I don't know who's playing Thunderbolt Ross, but I but from what I understand, William, Thunderbolt Ross is coming back. Didn't William Hurt so, play him? In William Hurt. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So it may be William Hurt coming back. So is are we going to see Liv Tyler like going boo hoo hoo? He's with that Russian. Oh. Now this is uh, this is me because you know how I think. You know how I am. If he's if if if. if Banner and her are fucking. He, he gets angry. Would he? Would he just kill her? How? I, how Chris, let me ask you this: How yeah. often do you get angry while you're having sex? Every time, every night. <laughs> you might be doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Why am I doing this? What's weird is that she's never there. So maybe that's why I'm angry. But <laughs> I just, I always, you know, I'm, I'm thinking that, like, how big? I mean, when he gets so big, like that has to get big too, right? Well, you, one would hope. Yeah, but I mean, when you're that angry, it's just like <laughs> when you're that angry. Yeah, I mean, honestly, well, that's why it's, it's like, so important that she can do the uh, the soothing, the calm down thing. Yeah. The, that hey, reminds me of the horse whisperer kind of thing. Yeah, like right. kind of, which she was also in. Was she really? She was the yeah, horse. She was the kid in the horse. <laughs> I mean, the she kid. Was, yeah, she was a kid. She sorry, was the horse. <laughs> that was Penelope Cruz. Was the horse? I'm sorry. That was good. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. It just seems like they've. She's been in four of these movies now, and in each one of them, she's had a different supposed love interest. To me, in in Iron Man 2, there was an attraction between her and Tony Stark. In Captain, the last Captain America movie, they were alluding to something there with the two of them. She's a hussy. In the first Avengers, like you said, you assume that she is in love with Hawkeye, the way she is upset about him being possessed by whatever that was. And she's like, I got to get my ledger clean and all that stuff. Like, you know, like she's in love with him. Like, you know, I mean, the only time I ever felt like she had anything going on with somebody was in Avengers. I didn't feel like in Iron Man two that she was into Tony Stark. I thought that was part of her cover. Uh, yeah. to Keep an eye on him. And I, and I felt the same thing in, in uh, winter soldier. I felt like it was purely professional. You know, she was well, she was more upset about Nick Fury's death than she was trying to get with uh, Captain America. But I, I do see where you could get that. I was kind of bummed out. Like, didn't wasn't the end of Captain America and Winter Soldier? Didn't she like? Didn't she like turn like um, release all the names? Yes. Like, why did what happened? None with of that? that. None of that has come back. Yeah, none of those chicks came home to roost. Yeah, like that's whatever the happened. The assumption is that we'll get more of that in the next Captain America movie. Well, I'm so like, well, why do I have to wait for another movie? This movie should be by <laughs> itself and should have answers, right, Dave? I agree. I don't know where you're coming up with this, but I am totally on board. <laughs> uh, so we got one. The- per- we got one person who's pissed off that they're too interconnected, and one person who's pissed off that they're not connected enough. <laughs> There's no pleasing you people. There's not. There's not. No. <laughs> not at all. The, the, Tim, love, the love interest thing in this 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 whole movie not not that I need a love interest but and not that I need romance either but it it just like there was always something like that in all the movies and this had this had nothing like this there was that that scene where Iron Man and Thor talk about their girlfriends 
That was that was hilarious. Yeah, like it should have been called the the actresses we couldn't get to do a cameo scene scene. Yeah, yeah. They I guess they want too much money. I don't know. Well, what's well, I don't know. I, I would have. I mean, who knows what kind of picture deal they signed Paltrow to? And and what's her name? Uh, Padme. Who cares? She doesn't even. At least, do at least, at least we got anyway. Skarsgård. We could have. We could have got Cat Dennings in this movie. I okay, much... can somebody explain to me what Stellan Skarsgård was in the, doing in this movie? No. Why? Why was he? Ne- <laughs> why was he necessary? See, see, here, Is that yeah, one of your I cons, Dave? Is that on your either. cons list? He's so because... far down on the list. He's right after Stanley. I'm so fucking tired of seeing Stanley in these movies. <laughs> what? Why? He, I, it's, it's so forced. You want to make a movie? Make a movie. Don't don't force him in there anymore. It's no. get it's getting no, ridiculous. That's, like a Marvel, that's an Easter egg for Marvel fans, Dave. I, at this Dave. point, it was it was it was cute at the beginning. Now it's ridiculous. Dave, uh, what's happened to you in your life to dick. make you so you're bitter and angry? <laughs> <laughs> I can hear Tim. It sounds so upset. Everything that Dave's saying. I'm just. It's. I'm so. I'm so over it. It's like it was like it was like funny at first. It's, it's like it's not funny anymore. Uh, but that's that's that's. Uh, what happened Dave. to you, Dave? What what? Yeah, what Dave, happened to you? Dave hates movies. What happened to you to make you so angry and bitter fun. and unable you know to find joy in anything? I think I was fine until I saw this, and this is just <laughs> ruined. You know everything. what, Dave? Do you know what Dave does on his Friday night, and we're ruining it for him? He usually he usually pops a gigantic bowl of popcorn <laughs> with and and with a little bit of he, he makes it he makes it kettle corn, makes it a little sweet. Sits down with an RC cola. And puts on whatever the newest Holocaust documentary is, and just sits back and enjoys that for the night. And then, and then I sit because they're all, and they're all interconnected. So when you see one Holocaust documentary, Auschwitz is obviously in the next one. So <laughs> and, and then they're all interconnected for him. And, and then I go, "Pass the book, good." <laughs> <laughs> I like I like days better. <laughs> I thought I was listening to Tim again. That was that was uncanny, Dave. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> But you seriously, know, you know what I like about what? this movie? I like Don Cheadle. He should have been in it more than forty seconds. Oh, oh my God. Uh, well, you're gonna you're gonna get him next time because there ain't gonna be no Iron Man in the next Avengers. They're gonna be War Machine. Good because he was good. He was a highlight. He came and went like the wind. And and poor Falcon, they let he him broke be at the, like the wind. <laughs> get him. They let him be at the party. But then uh, you know, in that battle, the battles at the end, and and War Machine flies in. I'm like, oh, this is you know, this is kind of cool. I like Don Cheadle. Where's Falcon? No, he gets to swoop in at the end with the B team to let you know what you're going to get to watch in like six years. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, what, what were you going to say? No, I'm, I'm still just trying to figure out the, the whole thing with Stellan Skarsgård because basically that was Thor going into the 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 force, the dark side force cave on Dagobah. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's another thing I didn't understand. Why would this mythical puddle... <laughs> uh, that 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 would that would lead you into back to to Asgard. Why would that be hidden somewhere on Earth? And why the hell would Stellan Skarsgård know how to find it? Well, was it Asgard or was it just? I see that's it was all kind of weird. I thought it was he would go in. It was basically like the Cave of Wonders, and he would go under the water to see a vision. And if he was worthy, he would survive. But if not, he was going to die. And I thought, is it really worth that risk? Why don't you just stay with your friends who need you? Dave, did you see this movie in um, 3D or no? Unfortunately, yeah. But but you um, you rather not? No, I don't I don't like to watch 3D movies. It um 
which explains why you would go to watch it in 3D. It was the only time that it worked out for us. <laughs> oh, it was, okay. uh, I, I prefer 2D. It just like, I don't, like, I don't, it's, it's extra money and, and I don't really get anything out of it. Like, and after a while it wears off. Like at some point I didn't remember that I'm watching a 3D movie. It's, I, it's, I don't, I don't get, I don't get it. But you know, that's when the time worked. That's the only time we could go. Did you hang, I'm, around, uh, hang around for the end scene if there was one, or you know, to see if there was one? Well, I saw, I saw Thanos. Is that what you mean? Well, yeah, but like at the very end, how supposedly every once in a while there's an end scene, but this one didn't, didn't have one. No, I couldn't get out of there fast enough. I mean, <laughs> seriously, I know. What, what, did something happen at the end? No, no, no. Did you hear no. that, that I'm going to no. get resolution from when, when my son graduates college? <laughs> no, did you hear people when they were leaving? Did you hear anyone else say, wow, that was awesome? Or, oh, that sucked. Did no, you any- because no? I, I, was, I was actually surprised how lightly attended it was. I saw it the, the, for the opening Sunday. And it was it was pretty empty. Um, that might have just been my place. I'm sure it did well. I saw that it didn't do as well as they had hoped. But I was I was I was surprised at how few people were actually there. I actually I, you know I I actually heard it didn't do that well for three reasons: that that boxing match, the um, horse race, mm-hmm. and the birth of of the baby over there. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. those, like the, the, the baby the, over there. Are the you talking ba- about? Are you talking about Taylor's baby? Yeah, yeah, that no, that one. Talk, no, no, Kate, no, Kate Middleton's baby. Like it's weird okay. how how those. <laughs> although, although Taylor, uh, it was funny because right before, as the movie started, I got a message from Taylor telling me that uh, his wife's water had broken and they were going to the hospital. See, because of that, the movie didn't break break. Um, <laughs> thanks a lot, Taylor. You can all blame Elijah James Limberry. But <laughs> isn't that just weird? How like those three events are supposed? Yeah, but it didn't. It didn't. I mean, I. I... I mean, you can't you can't call it a. Fa- I know a lot of people are saying it didn't hit the it didn't break the record, but you can't really. One eighty seven is fa- is a fucking great record. Yeah, I mean, what was it? You, what, you it can't call it a failure. Fourteen million dollars right. or something like that. Right. It's like yeah, yeah. Trust and me. The thing, of, the thing of it is, there there wasn't nearly as much hype around this one as there was the first Avengers because it was the first of its kind. It was the first yeah. time we had seen these characters together, and I guarantee you that uh, the first Avengers movie is one that more people would have gone back multiple times that opening weekend to see, whereas this one, I don't think it's... I, I do want to go see it again, but I don't think it begs to be rewatched as quickly. There's a reason for that. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, yeah. um, do you have any... any do you have, like, do you have, what's your top three con- uh, pros? Top three pros yeah. about this let's, movie. Let's, let's end this on it. Let's end this Assuming on you have three. Yeah, yeah. Do you have three? <laughs> I think I've I think I've said them already. I, boobs, boobs, <laughs> and Anthony Mackie. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Anthony Mackie. Um, if I'm having to think this long, that's not good. I guess <laughs> I, I do. I said like I do. The the pros would be I do like I did like Scarlet Witch. I thought that. That she was a, a nice addition, and, and that's vision. the Olsen twins' older sister, right, or younger sister? Younger sister, yeah. younger sister, younger and better sister. Yeah, I got you. That you hammer, got it, dude. That ha- <laughs> 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 she should have said that when she killed Ultron. <laughs> oh, I would have just popped a huge boner if she said that. You got it, dude. <laughs> Not because it would remind me of. 
never mind. That uh, just dug myself in a hole. Yeah, just just Dave. stop, Tim. Just stop, <laughs> Tim. Stop talking. <laughs> stop and, speaking. And Dave Coulier could have popped down and said, "Cut, cut it, it out. out. Tear it yeah, out." Good, 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 good. Um, that the best scene I thought in the movie. <laughs> And people, and we've already talked about it, and I guess people had seen it because I think my son had already, like I said something to him, I was like, I really like that hammer scene where they're trying to pick up the hammer. I yeah. thought that was really good. Yeah. And Robert Downey Jr. went to get the, the Iron Man arm <laughs> with the jets on it. I said, that was good because it reminded me of the first movie. Like, I like that camaraderie and that kind of stuff. And my son was like, yeah, I saw that already. It was online like weeks ago. It was, that, that whole scene was, was shown was on the, trailer, the Super yeah. Bowl, I think. Yeah. yeah. I hadn't I hadn't seen it till the movie and and I that I think that was that was my favorite part of the movie. I did I did like when Thor when when Cap moved a little bit and Thor got worried like oh oh shit yeah that was cool that it was yeah. it was really funny really funny because you're not worthy. Fantastic movie, no matter what Dave says. Great movie. No matter what, yeah, I've I've come up with solid reasons that are that in my opinion, and and you're just like it was fantastic. <laughs> here's the thing. Now, here's I, the thing. Here's the thing. I will I will stipulate that every point Dave made is valid. Oh yeah, I still enjoyed the hell out of yeah. this movie. Well, I'm glad because Dave. I know <laughs> Jeff. No, I I uh, you asked me to be on here to play yes, yes, to, exactly. to play devil's advocate, and I'm more than happy to do that. And I am. Admittedly, very hard on movies. Whoa, you know what I mean. I, I I've seen movies. Well, that is it. your that that is your job. Mm. This did, uh, that, did that line bother anybody else when he said you shouldn't be so hard on yourself? And and Black Widow said that's your job. No, it seemed a little. It seemed a little too racy to me. I don't know. I I loved it. I, I wanted oh, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she was trying to get all sexy. Eh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I saw. I just know that I saw. I saw like there was a god. There was must have been fifteen previews on the beginning. Oh yes, yes. What did you see, Dave? I want to hear what you saw. Every preview that I saw was a movie that I'm looking forward to seeing. Oh, Uh, so so I think it's going to be a good summer in general. Oh, let's let's ask what Dave was the Star Wars trailer in 3D on yours. Uh, was it in 3D? Um, or, well, I mean, it was, was, it on, was it on your? Was it on the? Was it, it on your? It was on. It was on the movie. I don't. I don't. Remember. It probably. It probably was in 3D. But yeah, I some think, of the I think it, it's play. It's playing in front of all the 3D IMAX um, or all the 3D presentations. I believe it yeah. wasn't in front of mine. I I saw I saw I saw this twice. I saw it in 3D and I didn't see it in 2D. Star Wars was not on the 2D, but it was on the 3D. You've seen this twice already? Hell yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? The first night I saw the the 3D double feature. I saw Avengers one. You did yeah. immediately follow with Avengers two. How disappointed were you though? I mean, I'm seriously asking you. Like after watching the first one, and then watching this after, weren't you like like you you could you you had the opportunity to compare these things side by side? Oh, yeah. apples and apples. No, not not. Uh, I was not disappointed at all. I I thoroughly enjoyed the movie again, and not perfect, and not in in it. Is it's not as great as the first one, but I'll give I'll give my popcorn rating now. Yes, popcorn time. The original Avengers gets a full five freshly popped, delicious, steamy, buttery (laughs) popcorns. This one 
I would say give it. I give, I would give it four four and a half popped. Not still still really good, really great, but not there 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 was a lot of things and a lot of stuff you brought up were just not as satisfying as the first one. At the end of the first one, you walked out. It's kind of like another movie that that I felt completely satisfied at the end of was uh, the last uh, James Bond movie, Skyfall. Great. You walk out of that, and this is you're like, ah, oh. this one I I didn't walk out going. Oh, I walked out going, was, I really like that. I'm going to call Chris. <laughs> uh, how about Jeff? I will give it. I would give the first Avengers. I would give the first Avengers four freshly popped, whatever. Tim <laughs> said. Whatever your scientific rating. Because is. because I didn't think it was perfect. I did have some problems with it. Um, well, I'll give it four and a half. I will yeah. give it four and a half and I will give this one four. Because it, it was not, I did not enjoy it as much as the first one, but I did have a lot of problems with the script and everything, but these actors are just so much fun to watch that I just enjoyed spending time with them, and I'll do it again, repeatedly. I, that's, that's, <laughs> I, I, I want to save Dave for last. I'll go next. Um, I'm with Tim. I think that I think the first one's five guaranteed, five all the way. Freshly popped, hot on your hands, and the butter grease is still in your hands. And then you suck each finger. That's how I like part. Yeah, then you move down <laughs> south. <laughs> yeah, part one. Part you two. Go, oh, I got this butter here. Just all the all of a sudden, what am I gonna do with this? Can't get to the bathroom fast enough. <laughs> suck it off. Um, part two. I'm with Tim. I'm I'm giving it. It's a tad not as good as the first. A tad. I'm giving it four and a half. I'm freshly popped. No butter on my on my fingers. There's there's no sucking here at, at all. <laughs> I'm just putting it right in my mouth and swallowing it. Four and a half for Avengers two, Age of Ultron. Now you're Dave. full of shit because I you texted me <laughs> you texted me the day after you saw it and you said you you were like you first time you were like I really liked it and then the next day you were like. Uh, I think I was just excited about seeing it because you know what it was. Everyone out there is, is saying how bad it is, and I'm reading it, and I'm I'm not. I'm like I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. But I'm going with my first instinct was four and a half. But I've seen it again tomorrow, and that might change. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> how, <laughs> many, <laughs> how many? How many? How uh, many popcorns for you, Dave? And how freshly popped are they? <laughs> All right, wait, how, and how much butter is on them? How do, how do I do this? What is it? What, what is the thing? Out of five popcorns? Yeah, zero is man. This was the worst movie I ever saw, and five is this is a classic. Uh, and, and you can to go down, and you can have buttery, street. salty, golden, yeah. big on the floor and on the, the chair, whatever you want to call. One could be a, One could be stuck to a to a gummy bear. You know, just. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. This, just, just say something. Okay. <laughs> to me, there's nothing worse. There's nothing worse than seeing talent underwhelm you. And I mean this in sports and stuff like that. Like, there's nothing sadder than seeing an athlete that you know is greater, who once was great, that okay. is now. <laughs> that is now like the shell of them for of their former self. Someone like Tiger Woods, you know, like like I don't want to see that. It makes me sad. Was it, is it Julie Delpy? Is that was is that where you were got upset? Julie Delpy. <laughs> no. Who was she in the movie? She was uh, in charge of the uh, assassin school that that. Um, oh, that's right. Like Odo went to. That's yeah. right. I didn't got realize it. that was her until the second one. I was like, it's fucking Julie Delpy. 
I loved her in all those movies with Ethan Hawke where they walk around a city. Yeah, I mean, there's something about sunset and before and after and after. Sunset, and then, sunrise. <laughs> who gives a shit? I hate Ethan Hawke. All right, so this is this is what I'm going to equate this to. This was not a zero or the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. But there is, I love popcorn. <laughs> there is one kind of popcorn yeah. that is vile. Vile? Vile, vile. And I will never eat it again. And, and you guys, I'm sure, have had this. Have you ever had smart food? No. That's the generic shit, right? Smart food get- is that white cheddar popcorn that you can buy in any store. You can buy it at 7-Eleven or Wawa or anywhere. Oh, yes. I, you do know know what? What, yeah. I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, that is some nasty, nasty shit. Yes, white cheddar popcorn. It is one of the m- most disgusting things that any human being can consume. Where's this going? I'm not. <laughs> And I never, ever will eat smart food popcorn again because I know it's disgusting. This movie to me is smart food. (laughs) I will never watch this movie again because it's sad. I don't want to watch Robert Downey Jr. floundering around in a movie that I know isn't good when I know he's super talented. And all of those other guys are too. And this movie to me was a waste of time and talent and money. And I'm going to give it a one. Oh, okay. Now, Holy shit. One smart food. Okay, okay. I want you to rate just one aspect of the movie. I want you to rate the scene with Andy Circus when he talks about the cuttlefish. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why am I rating I just thought that scene was great. Yeah. Andy Circus was, is so, he's just so fucking awesome in this movie. Why was he even in it? Because the, 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 the country they're in, whatever it is, Moldavia. But Wakanda, that is, it, this, this is setting up Black, Black, Panther. Uh, Black Panther. So he may show up in the Black Panther movie as an arms dealer. And Black Panther is going to be, I think Black Panther is showing up in one of the upcoming movies. And then he has his own movie in 2018. Oh so they're, they're introducing... They're introducing the Black Panther universe into this now. Did you just say 2018? Yeah, so three years from now. It's only three years away. Yeah, three, okay. three, three years. Uh, Jackie Robinson is going to be playing Black Panther. I knew that. My son told me that. I Wait. love that guy. I love the guy. Yeah. He played James Chadwick, Brown. Chadwick, oh, okay. Chadwick I thought Post. there was an actor named Jackie Robinson, and I got really confused. Because <laughs> I was like, surely he's not talking about the, the dead baseball player. <laughs> yeah. We can do anything these days. <laughs> right. My son told me that was that that, that was going to be a movie, and I love that guy. I think he's a great actor. And when as soon as they said they're going to Wakanda, I sat up in my seat because like, oh. because I I mean Tim Tim knows I for for quite a while was a huge comic reader. Every freaking Wednesday, it was like it was like the Big Bang Theory. Man, I was there and going through that shit and I was reading 15 different titles and spending hundreds of dollars a month on comic books and Black Panther was one of the things I read and I got all excited and I got Andy Serkis talking about cuttlefish and and, <laughs> and going nowhere to only learn now that I'm going to get to see this in three years well yeah, I mean you, but you have to make sure you watch before that well, and you also have to make sure you watch every Marvel movie between now and then so that you understand yeah. the entire story. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just so looking forward to that. I, I am looking forward. I'm looking forward to Ant-Man. 
for two reasons. Paul Rudd. I love Paul Rudd. You do. I to know the you do. to the to the moon and back. <laughs> And, and you love that bald guy who I can never remember his name, but he plays the bad guy. Yeah, I don't care about that guy. I thought you were talking about <laughs> me. <laughs> and because that movie to me, like I'm sure they're going to tie it in somehow, that movie to me looks like it might be a standalone kind of movie. How are they going to tie Ant-Man into all this? Well, they it's, will. At some point, they're going to have too many characters. The movies are going to be eight hours long to give everybody their 15 minutes. But I do love Paul Rudd, and I will be there because Chris knows this. Me and Paul Rudd are buddies. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. You've you officially changed his name to Paul Bud. They, yeah, um, he's, he's my bud. <laughs> they go to the same baseball game together, right? That's there? right. We watched the Phillies game together, and you know, we, we had a conversation. And I we, were in the, we were in the stadium. <laughs> That's not true, Tim. I made him laugh. He did. He did. <laughs> That's because your fly was down. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Get me a hot dog, boy. Yeah, the, I I got us. I mean, I'm, I appreciate you having me on it. And I'm glad that I could be a a, a different the voice opinion. of reason. No, I'm just gonna <laughs> say a different opinion. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it, and I'm sure lots of other people did. And and if people hear this, they're gonna think I'm a dickhead. But this is this is how I felt. I mean, I'm hard on movies, and I thought this was really disappointing. Uh, and I will never watch it again. You know, you know what it reminded me of. It, it's such. It's. It seems like a completely different animal from the last uh, Avengers movie. Did you guys see the two Hellboy movies, Hellboy and Hellboy: The Golden Army? Yeah. Yes. It reminded me a lot of the second Hellboy movie. It's which was very much character based. It was more about the characters and their relationships, and it was just seemed like to be from a completely different aesthetic than the first movie. And I find that I actually go back and watch the second one more often, and it's held up better over time. So. I'm wondering if that's going to be the case with this one, Dave. I'm I'm curious. What um trailers did you see? Like, and you said you were trying, you were looking forward to each one of them. Like, like which ones? The only ones I can remember off the top of my head are um, Ant Man, Star Wars, and I'm really looking forward to Jurassic World. Oh, oh, oh. I didn't see any of those. Didn't get. To see, well, no, I did see Ant Man. I take that back. Tim so, thinks that looks awful, huh, Tim? Jurassic World. Yeah. Well, why don't we why don't we do this? Why don't we why don't we wrap up with a few minutes talking about the summer movies? Um, Dave, you're, is is that the movie? Like, what is the next movie you're going to go to the movies to see? Is it, you think it's going to be Jurassic World or Tomorrowland or Mad Max or the next movie that I'm going to see that I must see is Pitch Perfect Two. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Which opens the same weekend as Mad Max, so it I've got to figure out. I've got to go see both of them. There's yeah. no chance in hell I will be watching Mad Max. But Pitch now, Perfect. What? Pitch, what? What do you want to watch that for? You I, like those movies because of Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson's not in that movie. I know. But Tom I Hardy's know. in it. And he's just as good. No, he's not. He's going to talk like this the whole time, Mad Max. Hang up on Jeff My right now. My name is Max, and I'm very, very angry. How can you? <laughs> how can you compare Tom Hardy to freaking Mel Gibson, man? Because they're playing the same character. No, 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 right. no, no, Jeff. Like, there's, there's no oh. way he comes close to to Mel Gibson's. Have you seen Bronson? I have not. I'm going to box you in prison. Yeah, you see, Bron- see Bronson, and I think you will agree that yeah. he is on par with Mel Gibson. There's no way Mel Gibson. I'm not saying he's better. No, just saying he's on par. I will, I will watch it, and I will say no. I'm on, Chris, <laughs> I'm on your side, Chris. Because trust me, I, I mean, I, I told Tim this when we when we see Mad Max and we talk about it. I'm going to be a dick about it because no way this is going to be nearly as close. Road Warrior to me is one of the greatest films ever. I know this one's great. Look at all the cars. Look at all these explosions. Look at all the Here's fire. The, 
here's the thing. I'm excited about it too, but I don't trust George Miller anymore after Happy Feet. I, I don't, and, and and Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. I don't know that I trust his storytelling sensibilities anymore. I don't know that I trust him to be smart enough to just remake the Road Warrior, which well, is I'm, what he should be doing. I'm I'm kind of bummed out because I I was so excited. I I saw uh, some clips on Facebook that 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 Mel was actually at the red carpet for Mad Max. He actually made a, a, a special appearance. Showed up with Tom Hardy, George Miller, taking photos. Like now, I heard he's not in the movie. I heard that there's there's no cameo, blah blah blah. But if he just shows a pinky toe in the movie of Mad Max, would you, would you recognize Mel Gibson's pinky toe? Trust me, Tim, I would. <laughs> it's like what I is that? that. I don't know, I believe that. A pinky toe. That is all I'm going to want to smoke. That's all I'm going to want to hear and see Sugar is, is 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 that. You guys, have, have you guys seen the newest trailer? I Sugar, just saw it this morning. Sugar toe. <laughs> I I don't think I have. Uh, I saw it. Uh, somebody had posted it on Facebook this morning. Uh, it's it's more extend. It's it's more extended. It's an extended trailer. Actually, you get a little bit of dialogue from from uh, Tom Hardy as Max. It sounds a lot like Mel Gibson. No, there's only one, one Mel Gibson. <laughs> Tom Hardy to me. Who cares? I don't care. I, I'm oh. with Dave. I don't care about Tom Hardy. I don't care. Oh. I, I, was, I was not a big Dark Knight fan. Uh, Batman's those movies me. I don't care. That's Mel Gibson on the phone. <laughs> that's that's not that's you know, that's true. I, I you know what? That's, that's how, what I was that's how Tom to. Hardy got got the role. You know what, Tim? You know what, Tim? You fucking bastard! You are right. You are right. I, I did I did sound like Mel there a little bit. I'm dying of this movie. I'm dying to see it just so I can think back of the Road Warrior. This is not going to beat the Road Warrior at all. I'm done now. I'm sorry. The well, the movie. Well, oh, uh, the movie. I'm. I'm lo- I'm really looking forward to Tomorrowland. Like you wouldn't believe. That's the only one. That's the only trailer I saw before uh, Avengers. Besides Ant Man, that I was really excited about. It, uh, that trailer was amazing. Have you seen it? Where uh, they're they they're busting into the house. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. But Jurassic World looks ridiculous and stupid, and I'm going to hate it. Didn't <laughs> didn't didn't they have this same problem in the first movie? Aren't they pretty much just making the same mistake twice? This- this is this is what I understand. This is how I understood it. But yeah, they, it's the same. Basically, the same movie being made again, just on a larger scale with more with more bells and whistles. Uh, from what I understand, uh, this movie is a reboot, meaning that uh, uh, part two and three of Jurassic Park never happened. So this is technically Jurassic Park part two. I want to hear Dave. Dave, one word when when you hear the movie <laughs> Terminator Genesis. One word, Dave. What do you think? Uh, uh, geriatric. <laughs> <laughs> it does look awful. I totally agree. Yeah. But yes, I will see it. So my my, my word to that would be why. Do you do you know anything about the movie? Like, why does why does he have gray hair? I mean, I know why in real life he has gray hair, but what, how are they going to explain that? I think I actually read this. Like, like they're like bodies age just like us. Like their their skin, whatever it's over the and the skeleton age just like us. But the new trailer gave away a major key plot point that John Connor is like a an, a Terminator T one thousand T nine thousand whatever everything combined. So he's like the, the the main villain in the new movie, like the older John Connor guy. This Terminator can suck my dick. 
And I want to see old gray hair Arnold fight vintage 84 Terminator video of Arnold from back in the day. I wanted to see that shit going on, them fighting each other. That's I what know. I'm looking forward to. <laughs> they, they have you want some hot doing... Arnold on Arnold action? I do. <laughs> I want old Arnold and, and young Arnold going at it. Yes, you are right. They have been beating this dead horse they have. called the Terminator for what now 12 13 years they put out terminator 3 which was supposed to be all oh, the greatest and that one just sucked yeah, i mean it really awful. it was like it was like dribbling ugh, shit i, I want to know dave i'm sorry i was i love having dave on the show yeah. i want to hear dave one word have you seen the actual the um new vacation trailer yes i did <laughs> I, I i i wasn't sure i wasn't sure what you're talking about uh, and, and what do you think? I know this is one of our, our favorite 80s films. I want to know. One word. New vacation film. Go. Promising. Ah, <laughs> you know why? Could I? You like um, Ed Helms, right? Well, Ed Helms, he, he's like one of those guys where like when I watch him on The Office, I love him. But when I watch him in in like in The Hangover, Hangover or something, yeah. like I just he's annoying. But it could be, it could be, it could be all right. Like I, I saw, it was an, it was a red band trailer. I yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was, a, it was a little, uh, it was a little saucy. Yeah, like risque. Yeah. All right. I didn't even, Thor I didn't is, even know that was a movie. I hear Thor is in it. Yeah, yeah, he has a major hammer. If you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course he does. He does. He's Dave, tall. He's gorgeous. He's talented. Why wouldn't he be hung like a horse? <laughs> Dave, one word. <sighs> One word, Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation, go. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, I love you. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be great. All right, I, did, all right. I did see that, too. That those the, the second and third ones I was not impressed with, but that last one, yeah. Brad Bird is a genius, and that Look. last Mission Impossible was just as good, maybe better than the first one, and this looks fantastic. It like, does. I'm dying Ghost Protocol, was Ghost Protocol the last one? Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it, because the uh, third one left such a bad taste in my mouth, I didn't yeah. see it. No, the third one, I'll check it go out back, now. Go back and watch the third one again. The third one really holds up. I watched it oh. not that long ago, and I I've, I loved it just watching it. Is that it. the one I'm, with Philip Seymour Hoffman? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the opening scene of that is just like you're just on the edge of your seat. I will, yeah. I will hurt her. I will I'm hurt find her. her. Find her. I'm gonna find her. her. Hurt her. Yeah, man. God, he's all. Ugh. Um, Jeff, what is what is the one movie this summer you're looking forward to? What if 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 they said to you, Jeff, you can only pick one movie to go to this summer? What is it? Uh, I would. Pr- be a toss up between Ant Man and uh, and Mad Max and Fury Road because okay. I pr- I would probably go with Ant Man because I'm fairly certain I'm going to enjoy it. Fury Fury Road I'm a little like I said I don't really trust George Miller anymore so I'm a little <laughs> concerned about it. I'm afraid that we're seeing the best parts of it in the trailers but I do want to go see it. And I actually didn't see Pitch Perfect until uh, like a week ago so I'm actually very excited about the second one as well. But yeah. I did I, have you guys seen the trailer for this movie Southpaw? Yes, looks yeah. uh, looks very played, good. Yeah. Well, no, it looks good, but it it looked a lot better when I saw it the first two times when it was called Rocky and Rocky Three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This might be the most derivative movie I've ever heard of in my life. <laughs> Every single element is lifted from a Rocky movie. Even the wife dies, just like in Rocky. <laughs> Adrian, uh, your son is a beautiful, you beautiful boy, you beautiful boy. I run a restaurant. 
<laughs> what the hell was Spider- that? Spider Ego is, Spider- uh, is my is my is my uh, bellboy guy in the restaurant. <laughs> actually, uh, I actually liked Rocky Balboa. Yeah, Balboa was a great movie. Yeah. Well, Tim, well, is that so, it? Yeah, so yeah, saw that in front of in front of Avengers, and so that made a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, uh, for for everybody who, who's who's wondering why we skipped all these movies from the past month, like Paul Blart and Little Boy and Woman in Gold. Don't worry, Chris and I'll be back. Oh yes, <laughs> we'll be talking about Little Boy, and Women <laughs> in Gold, and Paul Blart, among others, and with the next. We just wanted we wanted to get this one out there fast, and we wanted to make it extended because Chris and I, I know it would it would have just been an Avengers love fest if it was just the two of us talking. Yes. We wanted to get some extra voices. We wanted to bring in a, our first ever guests on the show, David and uh, Jeffrey. Not our last because I'm loving this. I love when Dave. Is is on because he's. Yeah. I just. I love him. Thank you, Dave. Thank you for for having me, and Jeff. It was a pleasure to talk to you in person for the first time. Thank you, Dave, <laughs> and thanks, Chris, Uh-oh. for giving me such a such a such a, a, a warm welcome there at the end as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess we gotta pass the popcorn to yeah. to all hey, four, Dave. All four hey, of Jeff. us. Yeah. Hey, what? Pass the popcorn. <laughs> Pass the popcorn. Pass the popcorn. I can't do it. Pass the popcorn. I can't do it. <laughs> you're, you're right. You can't. I, I can't do it. Tim does it perfectly. I, I love it. Thanks for listening to Pass the Popcorn. Pass the Popcorn is a NeoZaz.com production and part of the NeoZaz.com podcast network. For more great podcast and original entertainment, please visit NeoZaz.com. For all the latest news and information for Pass the Popcorn, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Pass the Popcorn Podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>